Welcome back to the Weekly Pass. This is show 20, big show, talking all things MLB, MLB All-Star, Giants, Dodgers, you know, everything MLB. And we're going to have our amazing guest, John Hartung, who covers the Dodgers and the Lakers. All that and more, coming up next. You're tuned in to After Buzz TV, the ESPN of TV talk. Now, let the buzz Love me. Are you riding? <laughs> I don't know yes. I don't know we, have, we have Come got on. to do it. I'm off now. I, <laughs> I, I love it. I, we, we have to be dancing. We have to do the Bonnie Show Laugh and Weekly Pass version. Yeah, we'll have to do it. That's, that'll be what we'll do after oh the show. Oh my gosh. Welcome back to the Weekly Pass. I'm Bonnie Jo and I was not here last week. My amazing guest took over. Oh, I'm sorry. Took over. And it was fun, right? We missed you. It's, okay, fun, yes, but we miss you. And it, it just feels odd. Does it? Having your face behind us and, then and you're not I'm being here. here. But I'm <laughs> here in here. spirit. You totally you are. are. Um, you totally are. true. You can check us out at BJL Weekly Pass on Twitter. Yes. And we're actually starting to get more active with that. Becky's doing that, even though David should be doing it because he's the millennial. I'm sorry. I know. I know. I'm, the, I'm younger than a millennial, even, believe it or not. Oh, the Gen X or Gen Z, Gen Z, I think. Yes. Okay. And I'm our Instagram and Facebook and Twitter. I think you know this by now. Mm-hmm. You can see Becky's, David's, and mine. We we don't even need to go need to go through that anymore. But last week I was at the MLB All Star Game and that was so yeah. fun. That was um, everything. You know, y'all know I'm like you know diehard baseball. Mm-hmm. You would think I'm be diehard basketball, yeah. which I am. But yeah. MLB is like my sport. So um, and what's funny is we lead led into that song, and Justin Verlander and Bergman, Alex Bergman, <laughs> when they were on their way on the private plane that for the Astros to the All-Star game in D.C., they did their own dance, which I didn't even know was like a thing. Um, so it's such a thing. Yeah. It's such a thing. <laughs> so for those of you living under a rock, the In My Feelings Challenge is an actual dance. Um, it's like a, yeah, it's it's like a, a challenge that everybody's doing. It's a Drake song. And yeah, that's the MVP of the All-Star game on the glasses. And you can see him. He turns around and starts to... Oh, my gosh. This He's is living his best life right there. This is the best part right here. Here we go. When he turns around, <laughs> oh yeah, he gets the bridge right here. Yeah, and then and then Verlander starts hitting him. Yeah, <laughs> spirits are up. This is what happens when your team's winning. You're doing good in the All Star game. Like you have enough yeah. energy and right. want to do yeah. these kind of things. Yeah, and their record right now is crazy. So mm, they're, they're, are doing amazing. Though. Yeah, so, so they're happy, which is usually hard to go like a back to back, but they're they're playing phenomenal. And Justin Verlander just so are our Dodgers. And Verlander, <laughs> if you've been watching him, he's just been throwing some filthy. He's, they have. He's just like, you know, and oh. he's older now, and he's just yeah, I mean, killing he's, it. He's not who he was with the Tigers. No. He's never going to be the no. who could throw like 100-plus with the Tigers. I mean, but for a starter to throw that heat even back then, like, you don't see a lot of starters doing that. You see no. guys like like closers, like a Roldis Chapman and Ken Giles doing that. You mm-hmm. don't and ever see And I a believe he's 36, so it's he's, not like he, he's not a young pup. No, and he's fine. I'm I'm happy. Hey, 36 can be young, people. It's <laughs> all Apple, in the field. For, for baseball. It's old. I know, I know. I'm happy to see him get in a World Series, though, last year, because I think definitely with the way he played and the way the Tigers just went downhill, like, he so deserves it. Yeah. Like, no, he's, he's a good guy. That he I like really him. does. Sure. So I thought that was Go pretty funny. Really. That is so fun. Um, Bryce Harper won the Home Run Derby, which is great for the hometown kid. The yeah. national fans were going, you know, absolutely nuts. I bet. Mm-hmm. You know, we heard it was that. like World Series energy. Oh, they were going crazy. I mean, the thing of it is, is for me personally, is, and I know you'll probably agree, David, when Trout's not in it and Judge is not in it, it's not really a home run derby. It's, where yeah. Judge last year, he was in it and remember it messed up his swing, so he's like, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it. And the same thing with Trout. So, that happens yes, a lot. we've got Bryce, and that's amazing. And it was fun to watch him in the final, um, deep finals of the home run derby. But it's, to me, it's still not like, it's kind of like the slam dunk contest. It kind of gets diluted, and it's not like the main guys anymore mm-hmm. that no, are 
which playing. Which is sad to me. Because yeah. you have guys like, I mean, like, he faced Kyle Schwarber right. in the finals. Like, Kyle Schwarber's a great player, don't get me wrong, but he's, like, I want to see, like, in 2016, like, Stanton, like, right, in thank you. And Todd I hate Frazier. to say this, but just like the slam dunk and now the home run derby, if you're if you're just the casual fan, you don't know who those no, people you don't are. Know. Am I right? No, people mm-hmm. don't know who Derek Jones Jr. No. is in the slam dunk contest. You want to go back to when it was, like, Vince Carter That's what I'm saying. and MJ in the dunk contest. LeBron doesn't Dr. even do J, the dunk I, mean, I know, that's what I'm saying. I mean, so for me, it's, like, it's a little anticlimactic. Mm-hmm. It really Sure. Um, it was great for Bryce to win it, of course. Oh, he's, um, he's great for the game, I feel like, to, yeah. again, to get the fans involved. You know, and starting in 2017, you know, the All-Star game used to mean something. You know, whoever mm-hmm. won would yes, get the home field um, advantage in the World Series. A lot of people didn't like that. They said it should be, obviously, who is actually, you know, winning in their division and actually has the better record. And the 2017, so, they implemented it in, yeah. in the and World Series. Yeah, and so they Series. changed it. So this game really doesn't mean anything. It's very much an exhibition game, mm-hmm. which again could be kind of boring but it was still fun a lot of home runs I guess the most home runs I've had in the All-Star game in a long time Alex Bourbon got the MVP Um, it was fun yeah, it you was, were busy. Your social yeah. media was going yeah, off. Yeah, so, because I was working for T-Mobile, doing sure. their um, hats off to um, the troops, yeah. and so doing nice. that, and then also um, on Capitol Hill, pushing sure. you know, all my different legislation, you know, bills you. that I'm doing with Boss animals woman. and military. So I was busy there, um, but I was thinking about you guys, of course. Oh, thank How you. was were, so? Were you part of the storm? Because I heard the storm almost shut the whole game down. But it wasn't that bad. Okay, because all of a sudden media, everyone's right? like, all oh, the storms coming in, and like you yeah. can see on the map like the red, and I'm all, oh, oh they made it a big and deal. Yeah, and they, and they all of a sudden it. it was kind of raining, and I'm all, all right. Okay. Maybe it's the drama. I, mean, I had a hat on, so maybe it is, but it wasn't that, you know. And then they also did the seventh inning stretch. They did the stand-up to cancer, which is yes. always that they, they do. They always do the all-star game. Sure. It's always And don't amazing. you love it? And they do it during it's the World so Series good. as well. And obviously I had mine for Jerry Buss, um, who was like a second father to me. So it's always nice when people mm-hmm. can, you know. Good. Be able to honor, mm-hmm. you know, certain. It's people great. We ha- I was at. Uh, I was there in uh, 2016 in right. San Diego. They did it. It was like really cool. As like my dad a couple of years ago survived it, had a mm-hmm. lymphoma, survived it. It was incredible. I was really young. I remember it kind of, but like to be able to stand there like with him, yeah, and mm-hmm. with just the entire stadium and all the whole stadium it up, goes really quiet, but they're oh, all it's holding beautiful. and it's oh. it's a little bit of somber, but it's still yeah, no, it's, it's a be- but it's a beautiful moment. There's pictures of it. That's amazing. Yeah, and then before the game, they honored 20 Medal of Honor recipients. I don't mm-hmm. know if you guys watched that. Mm-hmm. So for me, with the military, I thought sure. that was amazing to see all those guys standing. So good. Um, mm-hmm. One of them throughout the first pitch. So it was great. Um, good time. Now, uh, Commissioner Manfred ended up saying <laughs> um, what he exactly said about. Mike Trout was Trout would be an even bigger star if he would spend more time marketing himself. Trout basically said, you know, mm-hmm. and he's one of those class act guys. He just said, you know, very, you know, quickly in a presser that mm-hmm. he likes to pick and choose what he does, and ultimately he just wants to go to the yard and play baseball. And I don't think there's anything wrong Nothing with that. Nothing wrong with that. Mm-hmm. You sure. know, he wants to go and just play baseball where they would like him to be the face of the whole league. Mm. And I just think that you know, Derek Jeter was very good at being able to do both. Sure. You know, but yeah. I don't know who, maybe Aaron Judge is so young, I don't know, but I think Trout's basically like, hey, I don't, you know. Like the pressure of it might, he just wants to play, right? Right. Because, what because are your guys' He's on still, that. I mean, he's still, of course, just like he's still young. Because you're an Angels fan. I am an Angels yeah, fan. Yeah, dish I, it. If, <laughs> if anyone wants to have the opinion that Mike Trout isn't the best player in the game right now, we can have a nice little chat. 
Right. Like, we can have a nice little chat, and I'll pull and up my is. stats, and I'll show you why he is. He, but what do you think about Commissioner saying that he needs I to do more I, of the public eye, whether it's advertise? you know, he wants him to be doing more of the I endorsement even, deals and commercials and, you know, so I don't forth. even know the guy, and, like, I take offense to that as, right. an, as an Angels fan and as a fan of Mike Trout. People don't understand, and it's not shown a lot, but it's shown enough. Um, Mike Trout has this side of him where if he goes to sign autographs he won't stop till every autograph yes. is signed right. and that is so he true is, he'll go huh? around the entire stadium and a couple he's of my friends who cover so the angels say he's just a class act which is, and that's what I'm saying that, this, so then the st- statement doesn't really make much sense because I feel like that is him using you right. know, the, being the face it's right. like he's doing and, it in and, a different but, but way why did he even have to say anything I yeah. guess is what I'm saying I don't know you know it just it feels disrespectful for what he's done to the game sure. and like the level of Talent that he has and class, and he's and very class. humble. You know, when he's right. hitting out of the park, humble. he's not the you know no, he's flipping. Such he's a good not guy. like you know he's not taunting represents, the pitcher. Represents right. for so I like him. Um, family right. guy, you know, good guy. So I kind of thought those statements were a little yep. inappropriate. Yep. Mm-hmm. You know, especially right during the All Star game. And I don't know if it's you know they are trying to get more of that face because you think about when Derek Jeter retired, they haven't really been able to get that face. Yet, no. Yeah. Really and Bryce Harper, as much as he could be kind of the face, you don't want Bryce Harper. You know when mm. he's cussing every, you know, yeah. Yeah. He's got and, more and of the a... anger, well, and fire, and like, which, which I love that about Bryce Harper. But sure. he can't really be the all American. You know, dad, you know, dad wants right. the kids to wear his jerseys. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Like, he's, got, he's got a little, little bit of an attitude. Problem. Yeah, just well, a little bit, and that's fine. But I'm just saying, if you want that typical all-American trout, or then Aaron Judge, you know, sure. but again, he's, he's, he's young. He's just too young. I think yeah, Aaron they want Judge. the leadership in, uh, of uh, mm-hmm. Trout, yeah. And Speaking Trout, of, you know, yeah. people being young and maybe <laughs> not ch- too smart, let's talk about Josh Hader. The chat is going wild about this really quick, Bunny Jill. About the chat wants to talk about this. Okay. What you're about to bring up. So, so we are yeah, done, guys. Yeah, With yeah, yeah. Uh, Josh Hader, if you guys don't know, 24-year-old um, from Milwaukee Brewers pitcher, um, who at 17 years old, obviously we cannot um, say some of the things no. that were on his Twitter. <laughs> Becky, you no. saw it for the first time today. Yes, I am. Just um, it was so bad that it. his family had to take off the jerseys and turn them inside out because they were going to be, you know, they're basically ashamed and they didn't know how um, the fans were going to react. He did get shelled. He gave up four hits and a run during his time at the All-Star Game. And it was interesting because then yesterday he goes home to Milwaukee Brewers um, ballpark and they gave him a standing O. I don't know if you guys saw that, which I mm-hmm. thought was interesting. So there was that, a lot yeah. of people from Shannon Sharp to different people in the media saying, OK, well, wait a second. Mm-hmm. You know, let's say, you know, the NFL players who are kneeling, you know, they didn't ever get a standing O for, you know, representing what they were trying to right. push forward. And then this kid is, you know, homophobic and racial slurs and so forth, and he gets a standing O. I don't know if they were just trying to give him support because he has said that he was dumb and young and he didn't know. Okay, David, you're 17 years old. I am you, 17 years would old. Would you write that? Or or even, I mean, I, I know social media has been a little more ingrained okay. into you growing up. I mean, what do you what do you think? First of all, just as a statement, I would never, ever write that nor believe that because <laughs> yeah. that's horrible and awful, and I think as a world, I think... I think we're trying to get better than that. But, I mean, he was 17 at a different time. But the thing about, like, 17-year-olds and kids in general is, I mean, being the 17-year-old expert here, (laughs) it's just there are so many varieties of 17-year-olds. I have my morals, and I hold myself in a certain way. 
but I hold myself in a certain way. Well, remember, as he a was certain... a prospect already at seventeen. No, do you know what I mean? Was, so this wasn't like he knew he was going to be in the yeah. public eye at some point. There's yeah. a certain. Yeah. There's certain. It's. It's really about like there's different like I know some kids who I don't think I know any kids who would say that but I know some kids who could come close I know some kids I know some kids who know people who would actually say that like and it's, I mean this happened in the draft remember with Josh Allen as well like, oh my so god yeah it's my thing is I understand that when you're young you do certain things that well, idiots you say things you you know but he kind of went a little extreme on way too extreme thing, and then way writing KKK extreme. and then yeah it's you know the N word and different things that I, I mean, just think what makes me wonder is uh-huh. his family his mm-hmm. mom and dad. It's about how Am you're right? raised. It's about. It's, I, I mean, apple doesn't fall too far from the tree. I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm disgusted. I think that no matter what, I, there's no excuse. Like we are in an age now where what you put out there is going to encapsulate you. It's right. going to be brought back up. It's going to fall on your family, on your friends, on your career. I mean, but did you read some of this stuff? I mean, absolutely, it's pretty... I did. And to give everyone, yes, a recap. I have not been well versed on this, and I am got well versed before the show, and I, I'm disgusted. But I, this has been, and a... not only you know was he saying things about being homophobic and racial about women. Mm-hmm. Um, it just kind of goes well, and on there's and on. conversation about him using rap lyrics, and, and that's, again, no again, excuse. Yeah, and that's the other no thing excuse. is that it's lyrics that wasn't him saying it. Okay, but. But don't you don't need it's to, still branded by his need, name right and that's that's where yep. i get heated is this has been such a topic of conversation and i didn't know until recently that i guess there's an app where because you know you can't really go back that far on twitter but i guess there's an app that media can go and see oh, go all the way back it's recorded always like right. twitter keeps everything everything, everything. on the internet is there even if forever. you delete yes. it it's there yes <laughs> everything on the internet is there forever and that's, that's the thing the this has been rule. a topic of conversation not only just in sports but obviously in entertainment like we talked about before the show roseanne you know yes, tweeted and lost her job and it, you just it have worth to be accountable it like you have to no. be accountable yeah. people want to wanna... tweet something bad and no. lose your job absolutely but here's the not. thing people people chalk it up to freedom of speech but in this case with Josh there's there's no this is not freedom of speech. This is stupidity. It's, right. it's ignorance. And what do you guys think about the fact that he got a standing ovation from his fans? I think that's horrible. In Milwaukee. I think that's <laughs> awful. I think because you're kind of condoning what he did, am I wrong? You absolutely are. Again, it's you're, ignorance. It's it's, it's well, and you know what's funny is that he's not even getting suspended or anything. He just has to um, do these diversity and inclusion initiatives and an in addition sensitivity training. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what what is that? Yeah. They're trying to fix him, but I mean, there's certain people who are going to like look at it like, oh, well, he was young. He's probably different now. But I think while yeah, that's true, you can't judge everything a person based on what they did. You still have to be accountable for your actions. And yeah, there's freedom of speech, mm-hmm. but there's also consequences to what you say. Just because you say something horrible mm-hmm. and there's freedom of speech doesn't mean people aren't going to react the way they should react. But, but especially because he's representing but, the team. Thank you. Yeah. And I think no matter what, I don't care if you are in a position of at celebrity. The at the All-Star game, yes, Becky. Again, if you are in a position of celebrity, I don't care who you are, there needs to be restraint. I think that, like, yes, we all say stupid things, we all do stupid things, but when you are in a position of, uh, again, of power, if you will, again, whether it's your celebrity, being an athlete, a politician, whatever, it's it goes so far beyond just freedom of speech. You have to have restraint and be consciously thinking about what your words and how they're going to impact people. And that's such a big thing to me is words impact people in such I mean, I've been on the other end of, of trolls saying oh, things. Oh, yes, have I. All of us have. Yeah. And, I, and I, words have such a, it's giving me chills, terrible impact. And oh, so yeah. this, I'm upset that there's no reprimand. Like, right. that speaks then, to me. And then apparently, I think, he deleted his all of his accounts, his Twitter and Instagram. But what and the only reason he What's did that, that is because he couldn't take the heat of what people were saying to him. Right. It's a really, I mean, for him, it's 
There's no way out of the situation. I was just shocked that he got a standing ovation, you guys. I thought well, that was, like, appalling. It is appalling, but it, it speaks is. to the the fan base, if you will. I mean, I've lost It's not a good look for the Brewers. No. Or, or, Ooh, no, or no, no, the no. city of Milwaukee. Stepping, why aren't they stepping up what like ABC did? What is the fans saying in our chat? Oh, man. Unhappy. Um, Bear Hudson, thank you so much for being vulnerable and honest on our on our chat. There's a lot happening. Um, he was saying... Um, he, uh, oh, you gosh, can read a couple. I'm, yeah, I'm going or, through all the way. He, he says, I, fe- "I feel as a person of color, there is no hope for us, and there is hope. It starts with one person, not focusing on the the negative." And then he uh, Bernard X had said, "Do you think big prospects would have been groomed basically from birth?" That's what I'm saying. That's, yeah. that's the first thing I said. He's a prospect. It wasn't like a kid yes. who didn't know. He was a prospect. Already knew he was going to be playing in the bigs at some point. And also, I love this comment he made. Disney requires you to go through training. If you're represented by Disney, you, there's no tolerance. And so I think that's the thing is we've just allowed too much tolerance, you know. And that's right. what the Brewers need to step up. So. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know now because he went into the clubhouse and he was crying to his teammates and said he's sorry and it's not who he is and everyone kind of has embraced him. Because people can change. They can change. And they also want him to be mentally focused when he's on the mound. I get it. It's also a two-way street. There could be some players in that clubhouse who are like, oh, yeah, 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 kid. You know, you're good. You apologize. But, you know what I mean? Deep down, they're like, yeah, "Yeah, but I'll, I'll, you know, as a teammate, I want him to succeed. So, and for selfish reasons, if that makes sense. Well, he's got a huge hole to dig himself out of because I do believe there is redemption. So, there is. It's just going to take a lot. Yeah, respect. Yeah, respect. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if he can come back from that. I mean, I know, uh, especially sports fans are very forgiving, but um, you know, yeah. it's a, yeah. it's something where you kind of just still wonder how sure. how that even happened. Sure. I, when I saw that, I was like, wait, is this fake news? Sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> when of it's course. Standing out. Of course. Um, in other news, it was funny. Uh, Manny Machado was interviewed during the All Star Game, and he had been traded to. Da, 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 da. Your Dodgers, Dodgers, your Dodgers, my not not my Dodgers. Nope. And crazy, you go from the Orioles, who I think they've won twenty eight games or something they have crazy, been terrible. And yeah. then he goes to the Dodgers, not so bad, not so bad. I'm excited. No, if I'm Manny Machado, I'm pretty happy about this. I mean, the Orioles a couple of years ago they were actually looking up. Chris Davis mm-hmm. was hitting a lot of home runs. Adam Jones was a good player. Then they just kind of they they really just like fell down. Their starting pitching mm-hmm. is terrible. They really don't have anyone. And then Manny Machado, he's a great third baseman defensively. He can hit well. Yes. Mm-hmm. He I think he's probably the the best player on mm-hmm. that team oh, besides some guys like Jones and Davis. Yeah. And I think him being out of there is really a benefit to his career. And I think the Dodgers are a team that'll mm. foster him well. I think the Dodgers have been looking for an extra piece ever since Corey yep. Seager went sure. down. Yeah, and they kind of need the yep. that yep. shortstop All the help. injuries. And with Turner out as well. So he'll be mm-hmm. playing third. He was going to be playing short. And he's actually been playing third he's now. He's much better at third, though. Um, short short yeah. would have been a mistake. I think it's going to be tough thro- for him. His mm-hmm. throw. Yeah, no, baby. Thank yeah, he plays. So the Dodgers are just like loading up. And, you know, once we get John. On, on the phone. I'm interested to see what other, because the trade deadline for the MLB is July 31st, which is somewhat around the corner. It's getting sure. there. It's in a, like a week. Um, but you never know. That's the last day is when things really start that's to That's like, because like, once the deadline starts ticking, especially in every sport, like mm-hmm. that's when people are like, all right, we got to make our moves now. And players just get like bounced around and right. traded. Right. And some work out really well. And, you know, some don't. I mean, if you look at, Last year when the Dodgers acquired Yu Darvish, and Yu mm-hmm. Darvish was a player for the Rangers who had 
such a talent. He was mm-hmm. an ace for them. He went to the Dodgers, and he was decent. But then you saw in Game 7 of the World Series, he allowed too many runs in the first inning, second inning. Right. He just kind of blew the game for them, and immediately they were like, all right, this is just kind of alone now, and boom, mm-hmm. Cubs. There you Hello. go. So, <gasps> hey, John. Hi. How are you? I know you're getting ready for a game, but we're glad to have you on. We were just talking Dodgers and obviously talking Manny Machado. And, you know, I know I want to kind of like dive right into this because um, I know you have a kind of a time schedule. It's early in the process, but do you think that the Dodgers can re-sign Machado for an actual long-term contract? Because right now he's basically on loan because I know the Yankees really want him as well. Yeah, I know the Yankees really want him, and I know the Phillies. I have a friend who works in the media covering the Phillies. He said the Phillies really wanted to trade for Machado, and they're going to want him in a big way after the season as well. The Dodgers surely can re-sign him. I think a lot of it will depend on what happens over these next couple of months and in the playoffs as well, if the Dodgers are able to make it. Um, It's certainly not something they're going to rule out. Uh, It's too soon to tell, though, whether it's going to be a huge priority for them because Machado is only – 26 years of age after a couple of weeks ago and he's going to command eight to ten years from everything that i'm hearing and i'm not sure if the dodgers want to commit to something that long term at this point yeah because we know how sometimes that can pan out john sure (laughs) it doesn't always work out for the best how is the feeling from dodger fans from the clubhouse um having him his reception coming to the dodgers uh, the reception in the clubhouse from the players, they were all ecstatic. I don't know if you guys saw the video that uh, Justin Turner's wife, Courtney, posted on Twitter of Justin and Alex Wood reenacting oh, their Oh, yes. Oh, when, when they, they were on the boat? The yeah. I did see that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You guys did see that. So, uh, But, no, any time, and, and players have, have told me this so many times, that when they see a new guy walking into the clubhouse, especially someone of that caliber, it lifts right. everybody up. Mm-hmm. And especially when you consider how much this team has gone through this year with the injury to Corey Seager, losing him for the right. year, and you lose Justin Turner for two months with mm-hmm. a broken wrist, and then Clayton Kershaw's down for a mm-hmm. couple of months, and you lose four-fifths of your Injuries. starting rotation at right. one point. To see them and uh, see all their hard work, I should say, being paid off with the front office going out and making mm-hmm. a deal like this. It just lifts everybody in that clubhouse up. Well, it's funny. I wish I could use that excuse for my Giants. Lots of injuries, mm-hmm. but you guys are winning the division. <laughs> you know, I can keep saying injuries, but you guys have had just the amount of injuries as the Giants, and you guys are still looking to win that division. I mean, your hitting is, you know, out of the park. And do you think there are still some missing holes that the Dodgers front office wants to fill before that July 31st deadline, John? Yeah, without a doubt. They uh, they have a lot of injury problems in the bullpen as well. They have several guys, at least five guys that are on the disabled list right now who would normally be in that bullpen, and they don't know exactly how healthy they're going to be for the stretch run. So okay. ideally, if they could get a couple more guys, a couple more arms for that bullpen, that's the area they're going to target, unless there's some chance that they can get a starting pitcher, an elite starting pitcher. If they could pull off somebody like a Jacob DeGrom, then they could take a couple guys who are currently in the rotation who have experience pitching out of the bullpen, and they can bump them into that pen. But that's certainly an area they're going to be targeting these next six, seven days for sure. Right. We're speaking with John Hartung, who covers the Dodgers and Lakers for Spectrum. Al, John, okay, what is your thoughts on how Kershaw has done since he's been back? I mean, I know he hasn't had a, a lot of starts. I mean, what is the feeling you're kind of getting evaluating his process right now? Well, he's clearly not 100% because we're not seeing the Clayton Kershaw we've seen in years past. He had the biceps tendonitis and came back his first start after having biceps tendonitis. The back is giving him some problems. So he really made one start over about two months. 
and the velocity just hasn't returned. And to be completely honest, it wasn't really there at the beginning of the season before he went down with biceps tendonitis. And we're not sure if he's going to get the velocity back this season. He might not because the back could still be something that's that's hindering him a little bit. And if so, we talked about this with Oral Hershiser on one of our shows a couple of days ago, Clayton might need to reinvent himself somewhat to get through these final few months. He's certainly capable, based on the stuff he still has, of getting guys out in other ways. But that might be what he's going to have to do the final two, three months of the season. Well, is he, I mean, a lot of people are saying, like, I know I have to go back to my Giants again, John, but like with Madison Bumgarner, that he maybe is declining. Is it the same kind of thing with Kershaw? I mean, you kind of wonder at some point with these pitchers, they do start to slowly decline and they do have to change their game. They certainly do. And I don't want to sit here and say that Clayton Kershaw is on the decline, (laughs) but the, the reality is that, you know, he's, He's only 30 years old, but he has so much mileage. He's thrown so many innings right. in his career coming up at such a young age that um, you know it's it's natural to wonder if he is starting to lose it a little bit. You don't know if it's all health related or if you know certainly just all the mileage is catching up with him. But I know that right now the Clayton Kershaw we're seeing, and, and it's obvious to anyone who's watching the games, is not the same Clayton of Kershaw course. that we've seen in the past. But uh, whether that maintains in years to come, the next two, three years, I don't know yet. I think it's too soon to tell. I mean, we all know that Clayton Kershaw has that deadly 12-6 curve that, I mean, we saw him use in his no-hitter that, was, that Vince Scully talked about a lot, but it still happened. Um, hey, John, David here. Uh, now I, Hi, David. Hey, how's it going? Uh, I want to get your thoughts on, because the Dodgers, we all know, they had the injuries, Corey Seager, Justin Turner, and they've started to back and climb like up their division Mm -hmm. and they still got teams a little behind them I mean you got teams like Colorado coming up but I think basically are you scared of the Arizona Diamondbacks right now as a Dodgers just supporter I don't think the Dodgers are really scared of any of their teams in the West it's actually nice to be in a division that is so bunched up you have four teams and I think any of the four teams if they get hot and if certain things bounce their way, they could possibly win the division. It's not right. just the Arizona Diamondbacks. I think the Colorado Rockies are are very dangerous as well. And the Giants, because of their experience and having won championships before, they're always going to be a threat. I think the way the Dodgers look at it, you know, if they can somehow get these guys healthy, they still have a lot of guys on the disabled list. JT just went on the DL again, and Yasiel Puig's coming mm-hmm. back hopefully soon mm-hmm. from an oblique. They have all those pitchers as well that are still hurt. If they can get everybody healthy, I don't think they are worried necessarily about any of the any of the other teams in the National League West. Mm. I mean, I don't, I don't think they would be. You know, yeah. John Becky here. Thank you so much for being on, and um, pleasure to meet you. So, on the topic again of injuries, I know this is a, a typical thing for the Dodgers, and manager Dave Roberts has had to, you know, he's had to use the depth and versatility of their of their you know lineups, but. How is this pressure of, of Machado being an anchor player? How is that going to affect him? I mean, do you think he'll get burned out? I mean, I just I wonder, you know, how that how how is the pressure going to be for him for the rest of the season going into going into September and October for for Dave Roberts or for, for, for Machado for Machado? Yeah, you know, I think Machado is so energized being over here <laughs> from the uh, Orioles. The you think? <laughs> he was on a team that was forty-one games under five hundred. Sure, all of a sudden, he gets traded to a team that. That's 10 games over 500 at the time and in first place. I think he's just relishing this opportunity, and he realizes there's there's no certainty as to what's going to happen after this year. And mm-hmm. he came over with a great attitude. We had all all we had heard was that he wants to play shortstop only, wants to play shortstop only. Well, because of the injury to Justin sure. Turner, 
We've had to put him at third base uh, as of last night. He's going to be playing third base for the foreseeable future, and he's been completely on board with that. And I think when mm. you put yourself into a situation with a team that's contending and at least has a chance to go to the postseason and maybe get to the World Series, you know, he's energized, and he wants to do whatever he can to help this team win. And it sounds like, too, the players are, are just that, – that infectious energy is making such a big difference on the team because they're seeing him rise up. And sometimes I think that's just what teams need when they're in the scope of injuries. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And we've seen it just in four games. We were talking about it last night on our postgame show with Sean Green and um, Ned Coletti that you can tell the guys are feeding off of some of what Manny Machado is doing. And it affects everybody in the lineup. It affects everybody in the field. And I think it just affects the overall confidence level. And, you know, I mean, you guys know this. You've been around baseball a long time, especially mm-hmm. you, Bonnie Joe. I mean, it's a 162-game marathon, right, and it's tough season. to keep that energy up throughout the season. It is so long. It is such a grind. And to have something like this and have a player come on board at this time of year, especially when you're heading into the dog days, it helps the team get through mm-hmm. what is normally a difficult stretch of the season. Now, I know we got to let you go um, soon. But, John, a big question. When is Sportsnet going to let everyone watch the games? Because do you understand how frustrating <laughs> it is, John, for me? I have to watch the Giants-Dodgers game on my computer, on my phone, because Preach I can't sister. get the games. Can you help me out here, John? What's yes, going on? Yes, I agree. I second that. Yeah, is there a password you can give me so I can get through all this? <laughs> or what's going on? <laughs> Invite us to the studio. I wish <laughs> I wish I had some answers for you guys, but that's way above my pay grade. I know people uh, who are way higher up than me are doing everything they can to uh, to make it so that everybody can watch the games. And, and ultimately, that's the goal. And we'll just have to wait and see what happens because I have no idea what's uh, what to tell all of you guys about that. Oh, I, Sorry. Thought you, I thought you had something else for me that eventually, like, next season, it'll there. be. Yeah. <laughs> now, John, yeah. I want to ask you about um, a little bit of Lakers, and then we'll let you off the hook here. So the Lakers have all these different personalities, you know, Michael Beasley, McGee, you know, Rondo, LeBron. How do you think Luke Walton, who we both know very well, is going to be able to kind of deal with all these different personalities? And it's not even really LeBron. I'm more concerned about Rondo. Sure. <laughs> yeah. I mean, there are so many different personalities, and, and it seemed like every single day they were signing somebody, and you're like, oh, my gosh, really? And I think it's going to be a challenge for right. someone like Luke Walton because he's only got a couple of years under his belt as a coach. And I was thinking about this the other day. I hope that maybe because he played for Phil Jackson when Phil had Kobe and he had Shaq and uh-huh. he had all those other guys, he had a lot of large egos and personalities. And maybe he's learned something from the way Phil Jackson handled such a roster that he can incorporate that here. But, yeah, you've got some personalities on that team that uh, you look at and think, wow, a couple of possible loose cannons there. Yes. But um, it's certainly going to be fun to watch. I mean, it's, it's like the Lakers of old, just in fact that there were so many big personalities and there was drama all the time, it seemed like. And uh, at least on paper, it appears that we're going to have some of those fun storylines to be able to follow this entire season. And that's funny you said that because I was thinking if anyone can kind of handle all these personalities, it would have been Phil Jackson. So maybe since you know Luke was always kind of you know under his wing, that maybe he will be able to handle this because it makes me a little nervous. This this whole team right now, how they're going to all gel. It's certainly it's certainly a lot to ask of uh, of a very young coach, yeah. but he does have some veteran guys who are on his staff with him. And uh, obviously he has Magic Johnson, who's heading up basketball operations. So, and, and LeBron's a very smart guy as well. And I think, I think they're going to be able to manage it, but I think it's going to take some time before everything really comes together there. And speaking of Magic Johnson, talk about having a great year with, between the Dodgers <laughs> and the Lakers. I mean, he's doing everything, <laughs> he right? He's living John? his best life, y'all. <laughs> yeah, I think July has gone pretty well for him so far. But, uh, 
between getting LeBron and some of these other guys he's been able to sign. And then the Dodgers trading for Manny Machado. It's been a really good month for Magic Johnson, but you know, mm-hmm. one month is not going to make it. He wants to see both teams get to the finish line and hopefully um, and I think it's too soon to tell what, what the the ceiling is going to be for this Lakers team. I think they're going to be a lot better than some people are, are saying out there. I'm hearing some people suggest, oh, they won't even win 50 games. They're not even that good. I think they're going to be a lot better than a lot of people believe. Well, we hope so. Well, thanks, John. I know you got to get to work, right? You're covering the, the Dodger-Philly game. 3 o'clock right? show. Yeah, 3 o'clock show. Dodgers are in Philadelphia, so we're uh, going to be on the air fairly soon. Okay. Beat L.A. Yeah. Go Giants. I know. They're having such a good road <laughs> series right now. Me and John always have to go back and forth with the yeah. Dodgers and Giants, and he loves me still. Yes, though. we do. Yes. Well, I'm on your yes, side, John. I'm a Dodger fan. <laughs> All right. I'll go over here. I'm an Angels fan. I love I'll that. Here. I love that. Thank you. Thanks, John, as we always. We have somebody there in that building who is. Yes. Uh, one of them. <laughs> See you soon, John. Thank you. Thanks. All right. Thanks, guys. Take thanks. care. Bye-bye. So it is interesting to see what else the Dodgers will do. He said that they mm-hmm. definitely need to get, you know, some mm-hmm. relievers in the bullpen um, sure. pitching. But they've got their hitting, you know. Their hitting is it's <laughs> pretty good. It's pretty top tier. And it was pretty top tier last yeah. year. Mm-hmm. They really have – they still have, I think, enough pieces to get there to the series. But it's really mm-hmm. about, like – taking that next leap and actually winning the thing. They got the seven last time, but it was really their pitching, which kind of, like, lost it for them, and they couldn't get the hitting together in that last game. And game five in Houston was such a huge game Mm -hmm. for the series. It was that back and forth, a hitter's duel. It's just, it's going to be hard to see them to take on another AL team and try to beat them. But the NL, it's... It's not looking as tough no. as it look, should I mean, be. Look at for Boston's the killing it, obviously. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you look at the A's. That team right now is on a roll. They mm-hmm. have won twenty four out of thirty one, and majority of their hitters are hitting below two seventy. Wow! Yeah, they are. And it's going yard all the time. So, sure. it's uh, the A's are kind of like the, the team right now. To the talk A's are climbing up. And if you know a little bit about the AL West, you know the A's oh, are yeah. usually. The bottom. I know. The A's are never. They really ever since and like they always trade away their good guys. They do. They trade away Ioana Cespedes right. a while. They, they always do. They're always known for that. They made it to the postseason and they won a couple of games, but they just couldn't. I think they right. played like the Tigers or something, yeah. and they couldn't get past them. And just ever since then, it's just been downhill. Their stadium is. Mm-hmm. It's just hurting. The fan base is hurting. But to see like them go back up. Sure. It's hard to watch as an Angels fan, but as a baseball right. fan, yeah, like, it's a sports fan. It's exciting to see. It's that nice to see the A's. Like, I mean, they've but they've gotten rid of a lot of guys. Yeah. They really have changed up that lineup. I and mean, you look at like the AL Central, like the Indian. Look at the record. I mean, it's just mm-hmm. funny to see like just the different divisions. It's, the AL Central is just it's because NL West Indians. was supposed to be the hardest, and mm-hmm. then with all the injuries, it kind of mm-hmm. changed. It, it really like I mean, you still got teams like in the NL West, like the mm-hmm. Diamondbacks and the Rockies, and of course the Dodgers yeah, and, and the, the Giants are only five point five back. So it's it's a re- it's still a close race there, but I mean the the AL Central, it's the Indians, and then you have the Twins eight point five games back. <laughs> Isn't it crazy? It's nothing. It's nothing to watch. And really. then you look at the yeah. wild card team that comes out of that, mm-hmm. and it's going to be much better record than that. Oh my Central. god! Of course. So because the wild card, it's not. They're not necessarily worse. Like they could be better. It's just than a like, harder division. Mm-hmm. Like you know, the Yankees or the Red Sox are going to be the number number one seed wild card. Right. Like you can already tell, and they're better than probably the Indians. But the Indians are going to win their yeah, division. Boston has, has the best record in baseball, I think. And we'll see. I mean, we're we're really at the midpoint, you know, All Star break. So yeah. a long ways yeah. to go. Long ways but to go. we'll mm-hmm. be able to tell by August who's kind of you know. Sure. Yeah, Boston's got. Going. I mean, they got guys like Mookie Betts and JD Martinez. 
Interestingly enough, before I transition, just a little a little fact of the day, J.D. Martinez is actually the most recent player to ever hit four home runs in a game. Wow. But do you know who the second most recent is? Who? It's Scooter Jeanette. Oh, is it? It is. Uh, I, I wouldn't have never it. known that. <laughs> no, no. He hit it on uh, June 6, 2017 um, for the uh, for the Reds. Right. Which was... I would I have mean, never known that little no, tidbit. No, exactly. I There's love a little it. Tidbit. That's, a, that's a good and one. And before that, it was Josh Hamilton in 2012, but no yeah. one hit it in like five years. And Josh you know, Scooter, Hamilton. Scooter yeah. Jeanette with... Uh, I know it's an Angels fan, Josh Hamilton. Sorry. <laughs> yeah. But Scooter Jeanette with the All-Star game. I thought I'd throw that little tidbit yeah, in there. I, I love it. Yeah, that's we a good one. you got to bring one of those every week. I one of those every week. i got fun facts up in here, believe it or not. I've got animal facts that I know. That's good. We like animals. <laughs> I have food facts, so we kind of covered We're the whole. Good. Spe- We're good. Um, before we, you know, wrap the show in about ten minutes, we got to get into the NBA and with Kawhi going to Toronto. It's we finally happened. We know that Kawhi was not happy about going to the Raptors. He yep. did not want to go. I was even unsure. Like, is he going to try to sit out? Like, what's going to go on? But he did go and met with Masai, the GM. Mm-hmm. He was in Toronto. Mm-hmm. Everyone's saying that the fans are so happy that he he'll end up really loving Toronto, which sure. I hope so. Um, on the other side of that trade, uh, DeMar DeRozan is not happy. Uh-huh. He felt like his loyalty um, wasn't there with Masai Masai. End up saying publicly that he apologized if there was some miscommunication sure. about that he was going to stay. And did you see, DeMar, what he did with his Instagram? He deleted yes, um, he every yes, picture, he did. everything, and then just put in his IG story feeling betrayed. I don't know exactly what it He's was. Hurt. but He's super oh, hurt. I, can, um, can you even imagine? I, just, I mean... I don't blame him. I'm he, totally on the demand. He gave his all to that city. He gave his all yeah, to did, that organization. He did, but I kind of don't like what he did with Dwayne Casey. He was one of the guys that said, I want Casey out, okay? So maybe it's called uh, karma. Yeah. I don't know. Okay, okay. I mean, Casey got out. Now he's out. Did the, you see it? Don't you find that ironic? It's, and Casey it's won. Of, yeah, yeah. Wins it's coach weird. of the year. Yeah. I mean, Which is hilarious, just, in my is, opinion. It's weird. So it's interesting to see how that's all, mm-hmm. you know, all going I mean, to pan I'm out. Glad something finally happened. Like oh, I was yeah. waiting for Kawhi to be traded, and now he's yes. been traded. And I think he actually. I just fits never. In nicely. I never thought Toronto. I'll be no. honest. With I mean, you. no. I think he fits in nicely yeah. there, though. Like, there's not a lot. I mean, Kawhi could really fit anywhere. Oh, but no, like, he could. Team, I wanted him in Cl- for he's the Clippers. One, he's one of the best two-way players in the I league. Like I wanted him to only because I where the Clippers because there's so much happening in LA. It's like I wanted just more. I never know if you're talking about your you know Blazers. Or your Clippers. No, yeah. And then Carmelo oh, yeah. Anthony. Ooh. We knew that was coming. Yep, we all knew um, it. That wasn't a surprise to anyone. So trade to the Hawks and then now sure. um, bought out. out. Yes. And so he's going to be going to the Rockets, signing for the veteran minimum, which is 2.4 one year. Mm-hmm. I am curious to see how he is going to mesh with Harden mm-hmm. and yes. Paul because if you look at how he was with Paul George and Westbrook, yep. It's the same kind of dynamic. Like he kind of needs, you know, to take a back seat is what I'm trying sure. to say. And I think that's where he needs to be more of a supporting role than a lead role. Yeah. And that's how it's going to work. Will Melo do that? I am not sure because he kind of wants to be the focal yes. point of the offense. And I just don't see how that will work. Come, and I think it could end mm-hmm. to be end of the season. Here we go again. Yeah. Am I right? Yeah. Yep. No, Carmelo Anthony is a really interesting story. Yeah. I mean, he's when he was on the Nuggets, mm-hmm. very good. Excellent player, all-star caliber. I, yeah. Went to the Knicks, tore that team right, down. Once he was in the Knicks, I was not a fan. Tore it down. He's gotten old. Mm-hmm. He thinks he's aged like LeBron. And I feel bad for Houston fans right now because mm-hmm. Carmelo Anthony just takes your team down. I know he signed for the veteran minimum. Mm-hmm. And I know, I mean, the Hawks bought him out with all that money, but he had all that money in OKC. OKC was supposed to be a super team, and I think Paul George and Russell Westbrook can, but it was really Carmelo Anthony Mm -hmm. chucking up too many shots, not getting open looks, being a selfish player who won't even go to the bench. They really took them down. Now, Carmelo Anthony and and Chris Paul are friends. And he's saying he just wants to win. 
I don't know if I believe that. I don't know. I mean, I think it's anticlimactic because he he was just so underperformed. Like, everything, Mm -hmm. all his percentages I'm I'm not a fan of Carmelo. And, you know, even before all this happened, remember me and you were speaking about that. I said, he won't be there. No. He'll not be in OKC. I mm. thought it was going to be mid-season, and obviously it happened way before. But okay, good for OKC mm-hmm. for getting rid of him, though. He was yeah. really hurting the team. He hurts teams he goes but to But doesn't now. he kind of start to – does that click at some point mm-hmm. where teams want to get rid of me? Uh, maybe. Yeah. I mean, eventually I would hope he'd think, like, okay, well, OKC's probably mad at me. What's going on? <laughs> I mean, but, so, at least I'm under contract. I guess my opinion Bye. about it, though, is Westbrook is such a ball-dominant player, right? Mm-hmm. So. Maybe that chemistry just wasn't quite right. I but just it's wonder the same how thing with with Harden and Paul. Mm-hmm. I feel I like it's, just, but I don't. I don't know. I think Not it's just a much. different dynamic. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I mean, everyone we'll said Harden and Paul wouldn't be able to share the ball well, mm-hmm. but they did, and that team did really good. But I West- guess I don't know about I don't know about Carmelo and Harden. I'm telling no, you, no, 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 because he didn't gel with Russell Westbrook because Russell Russell Westbrook, well, blah, blah, blah. Russell. yeah, there you go, <laughs> is a very I mean, he's a good player, but he's a selfish player, and mm-hmm. Russell Westbrook basketball doesn't win championships, and that's the reason why mm-hmm. OKC's never gone over the hump. Even when they went to the finals in 2012, they never got there because Russell Westbrook is too selfish of a player. Mm-hmm. He's I mean, he's amazing, but he chucks up. 30 foot shots yes. when he doesn't need to. Yeah. It's, it just it doesn't translate to mm-hmm. championship basketball. It's You can get a decent record out of it. Right. You can have sure. some but excitement. He looks a but, lot of about individual statistics too. Mm-hmm. And he can be MVP too. I mean, Russell Westbrook. Not Melo. No, Russell true. Westbrook yeah. won the MVP, but right. that's because of individual stats. Individual stats. Melo went into so the MVP. So it will be interesting now to see. Yeah. I'm interested to see going back, you know, it, it, how Kawhi will do mm-hmm. in Toronto, how DeRozan's going to do with the Spurs, how mm. Carmelo's going to do sure. with Houston. It's a lot just, of, you know. Can we just take a second to realize that the Oklahoma City Thunder kind of got a steal with Dennis Schroeder? Oh, I think so, too. <laughs> yeah. I like, think they so just kind of... I know people aren't really talking about, I, talking about no, that as not, much. Yeah. He, was a, he was a little bit uh, the Hawks franchise at that point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, they didn't mm-hmm. really have anyone else since, like, Horford and Millsap were gone, yeah. and they just kind of stole him. Like, they just... They traded Carmelo Anthony. I think if you trade Carmelo Anthony for any player, you've mm-hmm. stolen them. But I think Dennis Schroeder can, like, be a nice little presence in OKC and really, like, invigorate that team a little bit more. But I'm curious to see how D'Antoni yeah. is going to deal with this. Mm-hmm. You know, he's the head coach of the Rockets, mm-hmm. obviously, and I'm just curious to see how he will do with trying to be able to it's figure gonna be, out. It's going to be hard because Melo's going to want to take a lot of yep. shots, yep. and in an organization where they focus heavily on offense, it's mm-hmm. going to be hard mm-hmm. for D'Antoni to s- tell Melo to stop. Everyone's going to want their hands on the ball. Yeah, mm-hmm. yep. Yep. it's just more. It's more people who demand the right. ball when they shouldn't demand the ball. Yeah, right. Um, and we were kind of we dived a little bit into with John about all the different personalities of the Lakers. The Lakers um, are comedy at this point to Michael me. Beasley, I, I don't know y'all what you think. Mm-hmm. I just think it's like it's kind of like, you know, when you're trying to figure out what to eat and you go in your pantry and you start grabbing stuff and you throw sure. it into like, or, like it seems a little... Mishmash. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. See, the Lakers... And I'm not sure. Yeah. You know, maybe I'll eat my words and, you know, and they're going to be in the Western maybe. Conference They're Finals. stirring. I, they're just literally throwing it I just the think it's a little too much and I just think, you know... Lance Stevenson mm-hmm. and then JaVel mm-hmm. McGee and Rondo he's the one I'm concerned about Beasley LeBron and then you got all the young cats I just I don't there's know there's a lot happening I don't know there's a lot going on yeah. and then for Luke Walton who is yeah. you know I'm not going to say unexperienced but he's still not do you know what I mean he's, he's not he's not there yet no. to the caliber and to, of coaching and I think players. that B. Shaw who is an um, assistant head coach I think he's going to have to take over a lot he's going to have know? to help a lot and LeBron's going to have to help a lot but yep. the Lakers yep. pretty much they got their superfood in LeBron and mm-hmm. then they just kind of were like Anything else will do. We're healthy enough. Let's just grab. I know, but I feel like that, again, talking about mixing too many things in the pot, it's a bad recipe. Yeah, it's when I saw Beasley come across my 
the phone. I was like, what? Yeah, Not too I, much. Easily. Too was, much. But, but we also know they're in that mentality of 2019. So maybe yeah. they're just literally like sucking whatever see they what can. See what sticks? I don't know. Yeah, I just, I, I'm just interested to see how this I mean, is all going to happen. LeBron doesn't work well with those guys. No. Look yeah. at J.R. Smith. He didn't work well with J.R. Smith. But think and he got about mad it. If you really look at the rest mm-hmm. of the team, I mean, Beasley did play with LeBron in Miami. I'm just curious. LeBron's kind of used to be side J.R. Smith, kind of mm-hmm. dealing with guys who are pretty focused, high basketball IQ. Yeah. How is he going to deal with all these kind of knuckleheads? He's going to lose his mind. He's going to lose his mind just a little bit because you got guys like, I mean, JaVale McGee. And then who don't is forget just, Lonzo and then LeVar. You exactly. Know what I mean? That's I mean, a whole nother storyline there. There's a lot going on. I'm LeBron's be got a lot to deal with. He really has like a full plate. I just think it's going to backfire. And we do know that. LeBron is, you know, when he becomes part of an organization, he becomes part of an organization. So oh. you know he's having to kind of like sign off on he's all He's going these. to be oh, a little bit of the organization. But he's signing off on all these. They're so not, is he okay with all I this? guess so. I guess he's alright bringing know. Michael Beasley in there. And Rondo. I'm sorry, the Michael Beasley threw me off. <laughs> I, was, I was like, oh. <laughs> I mean, leave it to L.A. It's going to be a circus. I mean, yeah. it is literally going to be a circus. I mean, what's going to happen when they're fighting for the eighth seed? It's you know just, what I mean? Like I'm just I'm being honest. They're not going to have enough. Or to what's going to happen when they're at January before the All Star break and they're mm-hmm. not winning? And now yep. Luke Walton's gone because Jeannie Buss has already gone to bat for Luke. But now sure. can you continue sure. to be good at bat for? I mean, LeBron wanted Fisdale as the coach um, for the Lakers. I mean, yeah, and then, or do you bring Teron Luke for Cleveland? But, I mean, there's right. so many different things. But I just I'm curious to see like. I wish I could fast forward and see oh, what's going to happen. Oh, I want to see it. It's oh, they're, be a yeah, they're throwing everything at the net, no pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> and this is not me. I did not do this. <laughs> so what's going on? I better not have done this. I know. So what's going on, uh, if people don't me. know, is I, me too, uh, is LeBron has these, there's these right. murals that a couple people have drawn of LeBron, and they've both been defaced. Um, you this know, city and, doesn't and deserve LeBron And I'm joking, LeBron but, you know, because I don't like LeBron, so I think it's funny. People They are don't old. deserve him. And... You know, the one says three and six. The other one says, we don't want you. It's, it's just, all these, you know, these things. I personally, I don't want him on a mural with Shaquille and Chick Hearn uh-huh. and Kobe and they Magic. Tried to, and, I wait till he has done yes. something here. Yes, you guys. That's I think all I'm saying. They definitely tried with this one to like, you know, show the stature of the legends and then him. But you know, don't, look, but do, I, don't, I, I just know, don't want I know. him in that. I'm totally in your boat. I think that yeah. the muralist needs to just like calm it down. However, there's so much disrespect happening to me. I'm, I'm such a yeah, preserver I mean, I, of art. Yeah, that, it's same with me. That, so I don't like that part. No. But let's not do that one again. Not, no. But and, that's, then, and then the one that says welcome to LA or King of LA. King of LA. That said. was so wrong. Why don't just put a photo of this and then just say welcome to LA? Or I don't know. I, like maybe it's the words it would that, still are, be that are making people mad. The problem is, is that they're making LeBron already a god and he's done nothing. He's yet done nothing. Yet. And they're they talking about for. the statue. And they're talking about the statue in front of uh-uh. Staples Center. You haven't done anything. Gonna, if you won two or three championships, <laughs> then we'll talk about it. But yes. go have your Quicken Loans. Um, Slow your roll, Los <laughs> in Angeles. Cleveland with this their is what statue. y'all asked for. Not you me. Wanted LeBron. You, you know I don't want him. Oh, I know you don't. Know LeBron, oh, well, the Laker fans. Laker yes, fans Lakers wanted, wanted LeBron. It. Congratulations, you got LeBron. This is LeBron. This yes. is what happens when you have LeBron. Right. And I mean, and wasn't his house graffitied like last year? Know, and you know, there's people in LA who don't like him. And Jeannie Buss said today mm-hmm. um, or yesterday, oh, I didn't realize. This is kind of a funny mm-hmm. thing that she said um, to handle it. She said, oh, I didn't realize there were so many Celtic fans in Los Angeles when when there they, are. When they that found was out. A cl- that was a classy way to when handle they, it. When though. they found out yeah. about that. Um, and I don't know, are they still, are they putting him back up? Because I think they painted over him. Yeah, right? people and are painting over him. But they, I mean, and y'all wanted LeBron. And then, and then they're starting again. I mean, it's, it, that's there what's so confusing is y- y'all wanted LeBron. Well, the y- I don't think so. I think it was the Lakers organization that wants LeBron. Because I don't remember 
mural I don't know if the fans, and Kobe and everything. Yeah, I don't know if the or, fans have embraced it 100% well, I mean, yet. When Shaq came, he wasn't like who LeBron was. I mean, he played a little bit on the Magic, but like he yeah, wasn't I just don't know LeBron. about like a guy who hasn't even played one game with us is already getting all these. Amen, sister. I don't know. I think, just, that's where the, I think that's where the hate and anger is, yes, is coming yeah. from. Oh, I mean, fans are overzealous. Yeah. Right. As hell. Like, they want, they think LeBron James is already their savior. They haven't even played a game yet. Yeah. And I, you know, I have to tell people who are not knowledgeable in basketball, like who are Laker fans or the casual Laker mm-hmm. fan, y'all don't buy your NBA Finals tickets yet. Uh, I hope you know that they, they do not do that. <laughs> it's going to be scary about them even getting the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. I had someone will, come up to I me. I think they will make the playoffs, sure. but they I, they're not going to be in the Western Conference fan. I'm sorry. Nope. They're not. Yeah. No, I had someone yeah. come up to me uh, sure. at a party and, like, uh, a bunch of I was talking with someone about basketball and they heard Lakers LeBron like oh they don't know basketball so like oh the Lakers are good now high five we're like eh yeah. we don't know I've had people text me who, who aren't who don't know about basketball they yeah. said oh so does that mean the Lakers will win the championship I'm calm like, down <laughs> calm down I mean down. Yeah, again he's going to be there's just there's no guarantee he's going to be carrying the team just like he did the Cavs only right. I'm a little more nervous because I just feel like they're, they're throwing everything at well, that's what I'm saying and I just don't know does LeBron have it in him at to his, do it again at his yeah. age and in his career, older. where he wants to be able to kind of like handle all of this. Eventually, it's know. like hard I said, to it's do. a circus. We're here to watch and enjoy. Or is he basketball. just happy that he's walking red carpets every night? I mean, yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm afraid he of. I think the LA life is the LA get a little lifestyle. Bit too big. But then he has to deal with all these clowns with the team on his back again. And like, it's so much easier to be distracted here than it is in Cleveland. What's going on in Cleveland? <laughs> I mean, how many times can you go <laughs> the, to the hall? That's you know, what I'm saying. The Pro I, Football Hall of Fame. Go watch a Browns you know? game, like whatever. Well, and all in like his movie deals and stuff like that. They're definitely moving him into a celebrity rather than an athlete, and that's why I think the people are upset about the. Yeah, too, that's it's, dangerous. It's though. more about idolizing this, you know, celebrity. It's like, well, let's see him play in a Laker jersey first, right. and then. And I'm know. not trying to be like negative, Nelly. I just am trying to be realistic. We're all on the same boat. Man. It's really, you it's know? so yeah. hard to say though, because he could either exactly what we're saying, like, oh, pan out to be nothing, and like, oh, is it, a, or he could take this team to new heights that yeah. they. Yeah, well, he won't be nothing. Of. He won't be nothing. No. He's a phenomenal player. But is it going to be everything? That's what I'm saying. I don't know. That's what people think, and that's what we got to wait for. I'm happy for the Lakers that they finally signed a big. You know, big guy in the mm-hmm. offseason because they've been, been a minute. It's, it's been good sure. for the organization that I, mean, I, that I worked for for so long. So I'm happy there. I just, sure. it, the whole thing it better not be another Dwight Howard hard. situation. Right. Remember that? And Steve Nash. Remember when they that came together? Was, that was not, it wasn't Shaq 2.0. <sighs> no. Uh, no, you dropped the team and did nothing. Well, could have been yeah. another Shaquille if he actually put should his have mind stayed to it. I mean, opinion. there's just so many legends in that organization. I'm just afraid of, like, yes. what, what's happening. You know, like, right. I know they're making good moves. And again, you, 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 you're so close to the organization. Yeah. I, and I, so I, I'm happy for yes. the organization. I'm just not, I, mm. it's hard to say. I know. I know. Like but, I know. <laughs> but I will say, I think it's just going to be such an exciting time for Laker fans just to see what unfolds. Well, we will see you again. We will not be here next week, but we will be mm-hmm. here in two weeks. We will. We're taking, yeah, we're, so we're taking that break next week, and then we'll be back, and uh, you never know where we may be. We mm. could be somewhere not in this studio. It could be somewhere else. You never know. Football starting, car. training camp. I don't know. <laughs> All right, y'all. That was the Weekly Pass. We will see you again. See ya. Bye. Are you riding? Say you never, ever leave from beside me. From executive producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.
rock like you Jenny. And 